Welcome to the Bhagavad Gita for Everyday Living podcast series by Gautam Ji, senior disciple of Swami Partasarthi. In this episode, Gautam Ji explains the pivot between human and the ultimate reality. He emphasizes that the capacity to sacrifice is the very essence of spiritual growth. So last week we were on the 14th and 15th verse, right? Chapter 3, Karma Yoga, where he explains that yajna, sacrifice, is the pivot, is the main aspect of any improvement because to improve, you have to sacrifice the lower nature and take up the higher. The lower has to be sacrificed for the higher. That's the whole spiritual path. Hmm. So he puts it in a roundabout way. Just as you are the Brahman self, God, you have sacrificed that nature and got into this individuality. The totality has sacrificed as it were. There's no such thing. And got into an individuality. Right? So, the individuality, you have to sacrifice your ego, egocentric desire to get back to the self. That's for sure. So, I've told you, it is the sacrifice which makes you spiritual. It's not learning the text, not giving uh, prayers. See, the most of the fellows who pray, there's no sacrifice. They're just praying for something more for themselves. Give me this, give me that. So, where is that and where is the world? So, that's what he says. That's the essence, the sacrifice. So, amongst you all also, you may definitely are interested in the subject. That's why you're here. But, how many are willing to sacrifice your personal ego, egocentric desires to get to the self, to grow spiritual? Small things you can't sacrifice. They were talking yesterday. So they were saying, uh, all, you get all these invitations. You know. Each fellow, people have nothing else to do in life. Six, six, ten, ten functions for one wedding and this year. So, when are you ever going to say, I am not saying don't go, but when it's not necessary, at least you must sacrifice what is not necessary. <coughs> go to your cupboards, you will know what I am talking about. Things you have never worn, that also you won't sacrifice. What you don't need, you won't sacrifice. Where is the chance of any spiritual growth? So they were saying, you know, started saying no. In the beginning, it's difficult. But once you get into it, it's easier and easier. So that's what makes you spiritual. That capacity to sacrifice your indulgence. So those thoughts and desires and direct that energy to the higher. That is spiritual. Hmm? But there has to be a consistency. There has to be a determination to do that. 
that's what he's talking about that's the essence tasmat sarvagatam brahma nityam yagne pratishtitam therefore the all pervading brahman rests in yagna in sacrifice is not the ritual there is no mean that's only a symbolic representation where you throw something valuable into the fire like a grain or ghee means you're sacrificing your personal interest in that fire of knowledge of the self and karma yoga is sacrificing your interest for the sake of the community organization country whatever it may be that's what makes you progress that's what makes you grow even in the material world so this is where we were last week hmm? so what you have to try and internalize or reflect upon is in the world i'm fully involved what am i willing to sacrifice and put that saved energy into my spiritual development i don't know how many of you sacrifice you see uh, i have a family i have a career i have a this vedanta is one more hobby it's not one other thing you're doing it is that which replaces all the other involvements that should, so there has there has to be a sacrifice i'm not saying you don't you leave your family or your career but unnecessary things you must learn to not get involved in. like i said one was telling me right they, they say they have grandchildren and they spend enough time with the grandchildren do the obligation other when there is a class that is when the grandchild is a, what some soccer game or something is there and the parents are telling the grandmother he saying i can't come that time because i have a class but you are a grandmother no now most of you will completely succumb to that yes i have grandmother forget the class there is no conviction at all now i am not saying don't do your obligation where do you draw the line <coughs> so when you have a determined pursuit of something higher you have to sacrifice the low otherwise you won't get any in any field i told you I, i'll never forget that interview jokovic gave in 2011 when he became world number 1 after 7 years of being world number 3 he's got the record of the most years at number 3 he just could not get over uh, roger and rafa you know those of you who know tennis just could not beat them and then he became world number 1 and now he still won been 8 years now in off and on but mostly he's been one and their interview they asked him you must be so happy finally you become world number 1 he said don't ask me just don't ask me what i had to do i have all the money in the world i can't spend it i can't go out with my friends i can't eat what i want i can't sleep when i want i cannot do anything my stretching starts at 5 am 2 hours in the morning then 2 hours in the night. stretching huh? not training 
So how much do you have to sacrifice to become world number one? Spiritual development is like that. How much of your attachment and involvement are you willing to sacrifice? To that extent you will go. That's what he says. So whether it's the material field or the spiritual field, it's the same thing. So you'll always get this. After all, you're, you're the uncle, no? Therefore, all 25 functions you have to come for. Huh? After all, you're brother-in-law. My friend has come. Three weeks you're sitting on the head. Huh? All Vedanta out of the window. Huh? I have to take him there, I have to do this. You can't say, wait till I come after the class. I'm only giving an example. So people have asked me. Some fellow sitting from India in your house means you have to be there to serve tea. And then serve the paper, huh? and then uh, give the morning news also to the fellow. Tell the fellow, wait till I come after. So that sacrifice, big deal. After all, he's come, no. How can I make him wait? You see, it's, it's your own weakness. Don't blame them. You have a weakness. So in our country, our tradition is to respect people who sacrifice. That's why you prostrate to people who have given up, not people who have. No, there was never a value for what you have. The values for what you can give up. That's what makes you great. Now it's opposite. Like my guru was saying, he was in London many years ago. And these guys, there are billionaire fellows there. They called some swamis, you know, including him. Normally he doesn't go for all this, but they pleaded or whatever, some meeting. And these, these billionaire guys walk into the room. All these fellows, they are so eminent spiritual leaders. Whole lot gets up from their chair. For these business fellows. This is the Kali Yuga, you understand? <laughs> huh? What is righteous becomes unrighteous. For politicians, they will stand up. Second great fellows were after power and money, you stand up. So my guru will not do, he's just, he's, he kept, he was sitting. Uh, those fellows came, what is this? All these big swamis are standing and he is the smallest swami there, so far. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of reputation and all that. Even today, the smallest and the biggest at the same time. So, they are supposed to prostrate to you. You sit and hang around with these people. You want to control the whole thing. How you talk, what, who you talk to, which ashram you build, what. Rather shut down than hang around these sort of people. See, Ramatirtha was given, offered by the Maharaja of Teri in 1899. He was offered 2 lakh rupees to start an ashram. You know, 2 lakh in 1899. Must be 20,000 crores today. Uh, 2 billion, Christina. Must be. 2 lakh those days. Huh? 
before your great grandfather was also born. For a rupee you could buy like a week's groceries in the 50s or so. I'm talking about 50 years before that. So he said nothing doing. Because first let me become let me become spiritual, let me grow myself, then I'll come and do all this. So where is that and where are these? Sacrifice. Let me first sacrifice my ego desires and reach the self. Then we'll talk about all the missions and institutions. Right? So that is what you must respect in a person. What do you respect now? How much power they have, how much money they have, that is your concept. Sacrifice is the essence. So look around, look for people who have sacrificed their selfishness. Hang around those sort of people. If you want to improve your life. Not people who have accumulated. One of the fascinating statements, that's why I'm going on and on, because I like to go on. The like, I couldn't sacrifice my like. Tasmat sarvagatam brahma nityam yagne pratishtitam. Therefore, what he is saying in other words is, therefore God rests in sacrifice. The all-pervading Brahman is established always in yajna. Nityam yajna pratishtitam. So, you, it is hidden in sacrifice. So, what Vyasa did, I told you, in the Bhagavad Gita is to give a whole new meaning to this word sacrifice. Sacrifice, so practically what does it mean? This is spiritually. Practically, what does it mean? You have to sacrifice your selfish interest for a higher purpose. That's when you grow spiritual. And that you can do in any area of life. You don't need to Go and practice it in the Himalaya. Your huh? spouse says, I want Chinese food. You say, no, I want Indian food. Big fight. Sacrifice. Let me do something for my own spouse. I will go in Chinese today. Huh? So, anywhere you can practice it. Where are you sacrificing your selfishness? Somebody has cooked a meal for you, you don't like it. Just keep quiet. Sacrifice your displeasure for the pleasure of that person. How was it? Very good. Very good. <laughs> Rather than all the time, oh God, I can't eat this, too spicy, too this. That doesn't mean you have to eat things which you. But all I'm saying is, Just letting a person complete their sentence is a big sacrifice for you. Because before they complete the sentence, you have to give your two bits. What did you think of uh, what happened last week? Week? Last week? I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> sacrifice. Let the person complete their sentence. No, my father is visiting from India. He's not here today. Gone to visit one of 
and uh, yeah, I want to watch the news. I have never watched that Indian news. Uh, I said, how do you watch this? I am not joking. Have you watched? You all must be experts in watching, I am sure. Twelve fellows on the screen in stamp size. Uh, all twelve fellows talking at the same time. <laughs> shouting at the top of their voice. I am telling you, this is the another voice. And the anchor is shouting the loudest. <laughs> And I told, I said, uh, why can't they mute all the other fellows? The fellow is talking, let him talk. And he's telling me nobody will watch it then. Very matter of fact, who's going to watch that? Nobody. You want to see the fighting? At least here they wait for the fellow to talk, then shout back at him. Some sacrifice. I was. It was unbelievable. All ten fellows, twelve fellows, shouting at the same time. Next thing they'll be talking different languages also. One fellow Canada, one fellow that also one. They don't even understand each other. Unreal. Sacrifice means letting the person come. I'm saying practical application because you say, look, I'm not spiritual. Let me know. But uh, <laughs> I can't sacrifice. At least let the other person finish their sentence. Open the door for somebody else, rather than pushing yourself in the front. So, somebody cuts you off in the road. Let them go. In So, that's what he says. So, sixteenth verse he says about if you don't follow this wheel of motion. This sacrifice gets you back to the self. If you don't follow this pravartitam chakram, what happens? So, good question. You have an obligation, let's say, for taking your kid for a game. You also have a obligation to understand this knowledge, right? So, generally, you have to perform all your obligations. That's what I gave the example of that lady. She says, I'm spending enough time with my children, the grandchildren. Now, why should I have to spend time with them at that time when I have the class? I can spend it later or before. So, you can easily manage it. You understand? If there is a conflict, the lower is sacrificed for the higher. It's quite simple. See, for example, a soldier is called for war and his wife and children say, please don't go, dad, you may die, then what will happen to us? He's got an obligation to his family, but he has to sacrifice that for his obligation to his country. You understand? Lower is sacrificed for the higher when there's a conflict. That doesn't mean he should leave his wife and children. You see the difference? So, in terms of obligation, the obligation first is to yourself. You have to take care of your physical body. You're right. It's an obligation. <coughs> Higher than that is to the family. Higher than that, community. Higher than that, country. Higher than that, all living beings. 
highest self realization god this is the hierarchy of obligation in fact the reason you are given this body is to realize the self that's the highest obligation so with that in mind everything else has to be put into place now it's opposite everything else is highest this is the lowest so this gets sacrificed first that's what i'm trying to say one friend comes one wedding is thing one barbecue and this goes first ah vedanta i'm i'm not saying is right or wrong you don't have the priority that's all I'm so it's not right or wrong do what you do. so if it is unavoidable of course do it i'm not fanatic about anything but you must understand what is your obligation in life what is your primary obligation and then put everything around that clear so you must strive in see anything you do in a spirit of obligation will help you grow that's karma yoga first of all because you do it in a spirit of service for example even the soccer game you hate soccer you have your cricket match at home argument say you love cricket uh, world cup final going on and sun is has to be driven far away and there's no nobody else to take it you may have to sacrifice your interest for that that becomes higher this is a service you, you see but the highest is the sacrifice which you don't realize so as you gain the knowledge you'll understand in fact only when you gain this knowledge will you be able to do your obligation to your children that also nobody understand now it's all attachment you just succumb to the your emotional weakness you not doing your obligation so only when you get this knowledge will you be able to perform all your obligations properly so the primary thing is to get the knowledge yeah so that's how it looks like but if there is a unavoidable situation nobody is saying no right now there is somebody in your home who is in the hospital you going to come here so to go there and take, you can't so sense of proportion has to be clear i am trying to say at any opportunity you get some indulgence you give that up for what then you're not going to get anywhere if jokovic gave uh, any uh, opportunity for a party or for a listing and all he'll be on a club level player you have to sacrifice sacrifice that makes you it's the difference between an achiever in any field and an ordinary person is a sacrifice what are you willing to give up i am not interested in what knowledge you gain what knowledge what uh, how many times you come or don't come or what are you willing to sacrifice for your spiritual development that's what makes you hungry hmm? yeah they ask why is every little action of the common day makes or unmakes your character so every little action that makes you a brick not work 
one the once in a while doing something Gautam ji, is sacrifice a cause and an effect? When you sacrifice, does your ability to sacrifice increase? Yes. The more you sacrifice, the easier it becomes. The capacity to sacrifice more becomes obviously. Yes. <laughs> See, when you say sacrifice, another word could be self-control. Okay. So when you practice self-control, you apply that saved energy for a higher purpose. As you get established in the higher knowledge, that capacity to sacrifice becomes more. Correct. So, like, let's say you start by coming for a weekly class. Just one hour a week. What is going to do for you? Nothing. It's just going to. It's more of a reminder. Yes, I need to do. Then you start waking up every morning. See, so as you come. <coughs> The ability to put more effort will also grow. As you get up in the morning and then start studying, then it will reflect in your day-to-day -day activity. Less indulgence, you know, less wastage. All that will happen. You start coming for a second class, or you know, so your ability to establish in that becomes more. That's all that. It's natural. But if you don't put in effort, you remain where you are. Exactly where you are. I'm saying, what is that extra effort? Is that sacrifice? That bearing that discomfort in the mental level, pulling your mind away from where it wants to go. That's the main part. So, it's not okay. I like music. I like football. I like spending time with my kids. I like Vedanta also. It's not another thought in you. It is the thought which will replace all these lower thoughts. That's how you have to grow. Clear? Thank you, Gautamji, for explaining the importance of sacrificing our egocentric and selfish desires and channelizing the energy towards our spiritual growth. For more information on our live weekly lectures here in the U.S., visit our website, VedantaUSA.org. For our worldwide work and lectures, please visit VedantaWorld.org.